welcome to Driving to the Res with Inelia and Larry today. <laughs> so what would you like to talk about today, Larry? Um well I don't know. <laughs> There's so much. <laughs> Too many options. <laughs> many things going through my mind. Yeah. Maybe we can talk about that. How to slow those slow that roll yeah. I got like 75 things happening well I happen to know a lot about that how to silence your monkey brain <laughs> um, so one of the things that you do would be to cut down on simulation for the brain so less reading um, less watching TVs or shows spending time in what people the, the key word that people use these days is mindfulness <laughs> oh. and or meditation uh, and maybe you know use the tool that I told about going to your happy place in your mind yep. when it's too busy so all those things help a lot to quieten the mind uh, there's other exercises as well like you look you stare at a contemplate a, a candle lit like lit candle the, the flame part um, there's also the one where you try to to step uh, really observe the spaces between your thoughts um, that can be a lot of fun <laughs> so there's a lot of things that you can do to quieten down the mind I like the one you tell me occasionally to, where are you when are you that one yeah that one helps as well so you basically ask yourself, where am I and when am I, right? Where am I and when am I? And if it's not in your body right now, then you bring your body, you bring yourself back to your body now. And that brings a lot of relief as well. So that helps. Yeah, because I'll sometimes be tomorrow and the next day and the next day and maybe even a week from now. <laughs> and I might be on the boat, might be at the Shamachek, I might be at the res it might be at Costco but all of those places are not here and not now right sometimes also you can have conversations in your head right with other people that you haven't talked to yet right so that can happen go sit at a lake yep or the seashore yeah. or the mountain it. yeah <laughs> Although they're all closed right now, you can't do those. <laughs> yeah, right. Try and catch me. <laughs> so, yeah, those those really help. It's actually, I'm glad that you brought it up because there's lots of people out there who are, their brains are going absolutely nuts right now. Um, so that would be useful to do. things that I thought we could talk about was nanobots. Nanobots? Yes, nanobots. All right. Sounds and the, good. the context is just like most of our podcasts these days. We're in the present situation on the planet and the context, more focused context would be the article you shared with me where uh, Trump had gone to visit a company two three days ago that is selling or promoting 
a vaccination that is made with nanobots that according to them will protect people from the coronavirus. Yeah, without without doing the old way, using some other way with nanoparticles or nanobots or nano somethings. A totally different approach to doing a vaccination. Yeah. It's a good way, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Are you being sarky? A little bit. A little bit. anything about it besides you'd mentioned something about nanobots 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 <laughs> nanobots <laughs> and um, to be on the lookout for uh, anything that had to do with that is basically what that tells my mind and so um, I let the information come and when I found the information it just sort of like you know not like seeking it but I'm allowing it to come and the people that I know you know, dozen or two or three or a hundred or a thousand, they uh, bring things to my attention, I guess is a way to say it, because they're out searching like for this or searching for that. They have their mission in mind. Mine isn't go search out nanobots, but there are some people who that's what they're looking at, they're interested in, or they're interested all about vaccines, or they're interested all about viruses or, or whatever. So they're somewhat expert at it. Anyway. When I checked my email, there was an email to me that said, check this out, nanobots in vaccines. I'm like, oh, that's exactly what you said to look for. <laughs> and then I found uh, you know, another thing about that. Another came just the same way with the email. And then the uh, people that I listen to having their podcasts, they start talking about nanobots and nanoparticles and nano vaccines and things like that. So it's curious. Obviously, you had a uh, prescient seeing about watch for the nanobot thing coming. Sure enough, it looks like that's that might be what's coming. Because they have a uh, an, a, an interesting problem with their uh, SARS vaccines. <laughs> side effect of the vaccine is losing weight and dying, right. which is an unfortunate side effect. Apparently. That's what they call the unfortunate side effect of the vaccine. Right. <laughs> yeah. Plus, it wasn't actually didn't work to uh, uh, stop infections. It just worked to raise your titers or something. I was reading about the 2015 uh, SARS thing that they had and the uh, virus blogs. The virus guys talking to each other about this and that and their problem they were having with the vaccinations for the the SARS the last time that our uh, COVID thing didn't. I guess it didn't stick good that time. It only killed. <laughs> it didn't stick very good. No. It, it, people didn't. Um, governments didn't do this last time. Right. The last ten times, for that matter. Mm -hmm. I mean, the last one I saw, they had a SARS that some of the ER doctors were like panicked about. There was over billions, billions of people that were infected, and millions that died. And we don't. I don't remember the world locking down for that. <coughs> When did that happen? Jeez, um, I can't remember the year. It was 2008 or 2010, 2014. Oh, it might have been 2012-ish. <laughs> I, I remember nothing about that. It's not in my timeline. Yeah, I saw, it's I read... It's not uh, in my timeline. There's nothing in my memory that, took, that has that in it. They had a SARS thing and they really had it going big. 
uh, not long ago. It was seven to ten years ago. And there were over a billion on the planet infected, and there were a million plus that died, but they didn't have uh, quarantines. And it's the last time they tried to do the vaccination for it, but uh, they couldn't get their vaccine to work then, I guess. Because it just killed people and made them lose weight. Something along those lines. So they already have the groundwork in place for a new vaccine. Uh, they have like, basically the, the the idea already in line, but how are they going to pull it off? Because the vaccine that they have has too many and too obvious uh, bad effect, right? Okay. If it takes 10 years, people won't notice. If it takes uh, six months and they got the shot and then they all start crawling over, they're probably going to all notice, I guess. That's a good point. Um, one of the things that is insidious about vaccines is that the effects are not always immediate. It kind of takes a while for the effects to come through. It's a, it's a really tangled up mess and I think the problem is is that uh, as you live in two different worlds and the people in the one world will call the other one they're all Pollyanna and the one in the other world will call the other one's like why are you guys falling for that? Like they're so completely incompatible when you try to understand what's going on in the other one you're completely lost because the facts and the science are right there and it proves it but then when you check the facts and the science they're made up and even though it's made up, and they actually say so, in a lot of cases, people don't care. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care. And if you show them that it's not actually true, they don't care. They don't care. They think either. you're loopy because why yeah. would you? Why would you dig into the hood? Just trust them. <laughs> yeah. I guess I don't know. Well, they call you a conspiracy theorist, right? Right, and I. I, you know, I have learned to have healthy regard for facts and information and data, you know, but I was taught when I was in high school, don't Truth ever it. accept anything as fact unless you have personally managed to satisfy it as a truth and proof. You have to prove that it's true to yourself before you accept it or else you're giving somebody else the power to create the truth of your reality. So... Naturally, there are some things that are a little harder to truth or prove. At least they were. So you go to the mechanics and he says, your fliffle flapple's broken. I'm going to have to charge you $2,000 to fix that. Fliffle flapples are real hard. Right. And if you don't know anything about fliffle flapples, but you do know mechanics cost a lot of money, well, okay, $2,000. Can you fix my fliffle flapple? <laughs> and sure enough, your fliffle flapple's going to get fixed. You're going to be two grand poorer. And you're just uh, ignorant. You have no way of knowing. Is the my fiddle flavel even broken? And now what does it do? It. Now you can YouTube it. Oh, you have so much data at your tips of yeah. your fingers you now. Yeah, you can duck, duck, go it. Duck, duck, go it. YouTube. You can ask your friends who are mechanics if you have any. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to accept just because they said that, that it's a fact. Right. You have the ability and tools to research it and find out. If it's a little thing like difference between ten dollars and nine dollars you can you know take a pass and say okay i'll just go for the ten bucks thank you very much one dollar either way i don't have the time to be wasting on fliffle flaffle one or fliffle flaffle two but uh you know it's something like your reality and what forms it you should you should spend some time get into the 
to the roots of it and understand, of course, you have your own biases. So you need to look at all the sides and try to try to create a method that you prove something to be true, certainly for you, and hopefully for others too. Right. So, um, um, part of that is having a group of individuals around you who are the same, um, reasonable, the same frequency, high frequency, and that are uh, not easily swayed by their emotional feelings about the matter, their low frequency emotional feelings about the matter. They're responsible and able to, uh, you know, process those things. So they aren't looking something up because they're afraid. They're looking something up because they're curious to see the truth of the matter. Yeah. Yeah. And if it turns out that tigers in the forest actually do bite you unless you have eyes on the back of your head, which I've heard, but I don't know if it's true. I don't really know how we're going to find out. <laughs> but if it's true, we'll put some dots and some eyes on the back of our head and we won't get bit by a tiger. But we're not doing that because we're afraid of tigers. But, I mean, we kind of are, right? <laughs> I mean, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> we're not doing it. We are kind of doing it because we all got to get eight. Right. I guess I got myself in a, in a, little bit, of a, a loop. bit of a jam here. <laughs> how do you get out of that jam? Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to get eight by a tiger... Okay, here's how we're going to do it. Okay. If you're going to get ate by a tiger, you're going to get ate by a tiger. No reason to be afraid of it. (laughs) But if you're going to walk around in the forest without eyes on the back of your head, you're probably going to get ate by a tiger. Right. So don't do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, there's a, this is a co-created reality. And the tigers are included. Yeah, the tigers are included. And, um, one of the things to remember about a co-created reality at this time, it's especially if, well, if you're already familiar with my work and you're familiar with Larry and my podcast, you'll know that we don't subscribe to the victim-aggressor stuff, right? So it's really easy to fall into the victim-aggressor cycles when looking at this present situation. Very easy to say, hey... Um, they're doing this to us. No, exactly. we're a species, we're one, and we're doing this to ourselves. And the question we have to ask ourselves is why? Why are we doing this to ourselves? Why are we manifesting individuals who are really, really keen on the light, dark uh, matter? Um, well, not dark matter, but <laughs> not in the physical sense, physics sense, but in the like that paradigm, power over others, that type of thing. Why are we still manifesting them? And how are we manifesting the new reality, the high-frequency reality that we're all here to create? And that's what I want to go back to nanobots, because nanobots have been in my mind for a few days now. And yes, nanobots, information has been coming in from several locations. So I started looking at them. And... um, one of the we're going to go really woo woo right now so if you don't like woo woo you can switch off the podcast right away (laughs) so here goes um so a few months ago it was last summer 2019 larry and i were in california with our camper and we were driving the truck 
I think it was before the Camper or after the Camper. I can't remember. I don't remember either. I just anyways, remember being a bit disappointed. Yes. Yeah, so, anyways, we stopped and don't get, don't fall off your chairs. But we, yes, we buy McDonald's when we're out and about. Well, I, my excuse is I worked there. Yeah, that was our first. That job. That was my first job, so I have In fond life. memories of it. Yeah. And my excuse is that I find their food yummy. <laughs> um. And don't eat it too much, just have once, like, every now and then, but don't eat it too much. Because it's not really food. <laughs> <laughs> it sure does resemble it. It resembles food and it fills fill, your belly, but it doesn't, it's not very nutritious. So anyways, we got a, um, our meals and I normally don't like to drink the sodas from McDonald's. I avoid them. I prefer to have my own drinks or water. Um, and even when I do get them, I just take a little sip. Usually I have to throw the rest away. There's something about them. I just don't like them. In, um, in England, where I grew up, and in Mexico, they have Coca-Cola and sodas that's made of real sugar, with real sugar. And I can drink those okay, not too much, obviously, but in small amounts. But the one in the United States, um, they're made with corn syrup and whenever I would drink it I thought it was probably because of the corn syrup it's just not good it just doesn't do me good <laughs> probably the GMO part yeah probably the GMO part too uh, anyways so going back to the story last 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 um, summer I was it was hot it was California it was summer I was so hot and thirsty, I said, hey, Larry, I'm going to have a Coca-Cola this time. And he said, okay, you sure? He said, yeah, I'm sure. So he ordered a Coca-Cola for me and I grabbed it. And then we started driving away from the, from the shop, the, 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 the McDonald's store drive-thru. And um, suddenly I heard this voice in my head and I recognized this voice for my entire life. I have in, in this planet a person who I call my nemesis. That's a, I got that from those um, cartoon books, you know, the, the adventure books, the hero books. All heroes have a nemesis. <laughs> so I got that name for him. He actually has a physical name, right? He has a real name. I'm not going to tell you what his name is. <laughs> the funny thing is I forgot it. Yeah, every time I tell Larry the name, he forgets it. So, but anyways, I'm not gonna maybe. I'm not gonna tell you his name because then he he has power uh, over any type of fears that anybody might feel about this person. So, okay. um, he, I heard his voice in my head, and his voice simply said, "Enjoy your Coca Cola," but in a way that was like, <laughs> yeah, right, that right. Oh no! I thought no. They're putting stuff on the soda machines. They're putting stuff on the sodas. It's not fair. It's not fair. That means I can never have another another soda. It's not fair. And um, and then we looked at it at the time, and it's like, what could it be? What could it be? I had no idea what it could possibly be. Larry didn't either and we thought well it feels like there's going to be several things that are going to be needed to do something to people right? and one of them is stuff that they're putting in sodas 
and um, and then there should be other there's probably other things like vaccinations and the chemtrails or what and I don't know things in the food or whatever yeah because it's sort of like a binary binary or a tri experience where it takes more than one thing together to do anything because if you if you put a whole bunch of bad stuff in one thing then everybody's going to figure it out without too much trouble oh right. that's the they're problem gonna, gonna it's trace the it coke back. Right. don't drink coke everybody exactly they're going to trace it back right yeah so they're going to mess up coke right. maybe it was the water in the pump machines in California maybe it was the coke mix maybe yeah. it was uh, the ketchup in the McDonald's burger we didn't know but we just stopped at McDonald's didn't drink or eat or do anything at McDonald's for a long time right right so it was all it's either sort of Pepsi Cola too just for those who are saying ha, I know <laughs> I, I didn't it. like Coca-Cola Pepsi's better Pepsi's the answer no they have it in Pepsi too so here's the thing uh, the stuff they're putting in there are nanobots dun, dun, dun. yep <laughs> nanobots and if you think ah that's too sci-fi whatever's the president released that um, information thing the other day that he visited a company that's creating nanobot vaccines and there's also some papers I haven't truthed them yet but it felt true to me and it kind of fitted into the coincidental flow of information about nanobots that has been arriving to us our friend Hopi posted it on walk, walkwithmenow.com my platform it's a video that talks about uh, nanobots and the companies that are putting it into their products. Two of the companies are Coca-Cola and Pepsi-Cola. There's other companies in that list too. And also the Municipal Water of Seattle. So, yeah. <laughs> and um, so anyways, um, there's a whole documents that have been released. Here's the thing. Nobody can do anything on this planet without telling you that they're doing it. So they're going to release the information and then you can either choose to listen to it, agree to it, not agree to it, or drop it, right? Um, putting nanobots into everybody's food and everybody's things is not going to um, go, go very well with the free will thing. If they say, hey, come and get your vaccines, and they happen to put nanobots in there, then you, the person needs to go and get that vaccine, right? I don't know what will happen if they try to force people to have vaccines. I don't think that's going to go down really well. Um, I don't think they really need to force people to. I think there are plenty that will line yes, up. Yes, yes. They've, uh, they've designed it in such a way that if you fall into fear, you're going to go get your shot. Right. And you're going to fight to get your shot. Mm-hmm. And if you have to pay for it, you'll pay for it. Yeah. You'll be first in line. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, Michael did in the Angel series, the Angel interview. If you have fear, you can't get through here. Right, exactly. So, so the little mechanisms that bring it mm-hmm. about, how you get them, basically, you have to be in fear and then act on that fear to get them. Right, right. Um, so, the nanobots, a lot of people on the planet already have them, okay? It's very likely that you have them too. Uh, this is, okay, so it's going to give, if you thought that was woo-woo, I'm going to go even more woo-woo No right way. Now. Yeah. More? Go, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Cool. I'm gonna go, yeah, I'm gonna go even more woo-woo. <laughs> nice. Okay, so this is the disclosure moment, right? Okay. I have spoken about it publicly before, but very rarely. People usually forget it. <laughs> so, when I was a kid, I was 12 years old, I was recruited by an organization, shadow government organization, it's actually a private company, um, paid by the shadow government into what they said at the time was, uh, well, they were recruiting psychic kids around the planet and they wanted to weaponize the kids, right? That, that's the grown-up version of it. Okay. Right? So the kids get, oops, oh no, I don't know if we can, our sounds might have gone a little bit off because our phone fell down. Okay, let's try and see. Our truck is moving a lot, so sorry if the sound went off there. Okay, so um, when I was 12, I was recruited, and the way they put it was, we need super superheroes on the planet, and you have psychic abilities, so we want, would you like to be a superhero and save the world? Okay, sure. <laughs> exactly, right? But 12 year doesn't say yes. Exactly, but here's the, here's the clincher. They can't ask the 12-year-old because the 12-year-old is under the, the guardianship of an adult, right? So they, what they did was to ask my mom. And they didn't tell her that story. That's the story they told me. The story they told my mom was, we can send your kid to special school training so that she... Because my mom was afraid of me and my psychic abilities. Um, and they said, we can, we're going to train her so that she will obey you. So you can say anything to her and she will obey. That is what we're going to do. And then you'll never have to fear her again. You will have full control of your daughter. I guess what mom doesn't want that? I don't. Well, I don't either. <laughs> I'm not a mom. So um, she said yes and she signed me away. She I guess she wanted that. Oh, she definitely wanted that, yeah. So, she started driving. She, we would take the, the train down to London, and then I would go into their center in London, Borough, and from there, um, I would go into underground trains and would get to different parts of the world. But that's a different story. The part of the story I wanted to share with you was that during that time, there was a location, a place where they told me about nanobots, right? And they said these nanobots are little, um, we had to l learn about them. They go, they're tiny, 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 so in, a, in the pin of a needle, a, a pin, a, the tip of a pin, you can fit like billions or something. I can't remember the numbers, but it was a lot. They're so tiny. And we will put them in your body and then you cannot be killed because it will repair your body and also um, make you stronger because I had a faulty heart so I couldn't do much exercising <laughs> and um, lungs as well and other health issues so with those nanobots once they were activated I could do anything I wanted I could run for miles and all these things while those nanobots were activated and they needed an external 
control system and the external control system was a suit. It was like a, a, very, a very thin armor type looking thing and that would control the nanobots. And anyways, it was great. I loved it. It was fantastic. Um, and um, it carried on like that, right? It's, it's basically was part of a lot of the things that they did. At 18, I, I left that organization. I was an adult and had control over my own future. And I decided by then I was also a little bit wiser, not completely wise, but a bit wiser. And basically a lot of things had happened while I was in that organization that were not pretty or nice. So I decided to leave. And, um, and I was remembering those nanobots and I remember that um, one of the things that kept coming in was one of the activators for the nanobots to make you sick is fear. And then I remember so many doctors and like awakened doctors are telling everybody right now the virus is not deadly, fear is deadly, don't be afraid relax right so like step out of fear as you probably know I have the fear processing exercise on my website you can go there and grab the um, grab the text for that um, I also sent it out on my newsletter so if you are in my newsletter you should have it in your mailbox um, and um, you can also go to YouTube and search fear processing exercise in Elia Benz and you'll get a copy there too. So anyways, I noticed that whenever I feel afraid, my temperature goes off the roof and I feel sick. And or when I feel angry and or other low frequency feelings. And that's not normal because as soon as I process it and it goes away, the fear or the anger, the temperature goes down to normal. And that could be like two minutes later. So that's really, really interesting to me. So what, what I'm trying to say here is, well, the nanobots, the original ones that I have are, are for several generations of nanobots go, uh, back. Um, but I have drank sodas from fast food places or canned or bottled sodas. I have eaten, drunk water in Seattle and other places. I have done all those things. So... If, yeah, they're there. It's very likely you've got plenty yeah, of them. It's, yeah. But what I wanted to show you and explain is that you're not powerless over the effects of these nanobots. All you have to do is make sure you stay at a high frequency level, right? Stay high frequency. If fear comes, if low frequency things come to you, process them and release them, right? Don't drink the cool aid. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, you, you, you're not powerless. This, these nanobots will not hurt you unless you subscribe to those things. Um, and I don't know if I mentioned it on our last podcast, but I also highly suggest that you remove heavy metals from your physical bodies. You can do that with distilled water or you can do it with uh, diatomaceous earth. And um, 
another thing that I highly suggest is that you boost your immune systems a lot, right? So vitamin C, vitamin D3, vitamin A, vitamin A. That's from liver. Yeah. But you don't have to eat liver. <laughs> so do these things, and you'll be fine. And whatever you do, don't get vaccinated again. Okay? Just don't do it. But yeah, that, so that's the, the woo-woo part of the nanobots. I, I wanted to tell you that story just to illustrate that even though I'm full of those things, even more probably than most people on the planet, um, they are, we're not helpless against them, okay? Our souls and our physical bodies are very resilient and we also, also still need agreement to be affected. And our souls came to this planet to do a particular thing. And it's uh, possible for people to choose differently, of course. But they have to do that choosing. Yeah. You're fully supported in having a high-frequency experience. It doesn't matter um, what things are in your path. If you're here to have a high-frequency experience and uh, brighten the planet and create a new paradigm, probably... Dying from nanobots isn't on the list. <laughs> you know what I right, mean? Right, right. So, if you do happen to fall for it, right? If you do happen to fall for the fear or other situations and you do uh, happen to die, <laughs> smack your head like this, go, damn it! Yeah, just and then go, get born oopsie. again real fast. Don't worry because there's so many babies being made right now with everybody Corona at home. Babies. Right? There's yep. so many babies coming that you're covered. There's going to be a bo baby body there for you. You come right back. <laughs> you can come right back. So, anyways, um, another part of the story about the nanobots. Uh, a few days ago, Larry and I were looking for something in the storage unit that we have at the Shaman Shack and um, we couldn't find it, but I went into a box and I saw some notebooks, old notebooks of mine and I usually don't even see them or look at them, but this time I decided to grab them and take them into the Shaman Shack, take right. them back in the house and I just ignored them, I just left them there. After the knowledge of uh, well, after all the dots came together and I saw the nanobot thing and put it together and everything and I can't remember I think I was telling um, some of the walk with me now members I was telling the story to them on our second life meeting uh, I do an hour live every every week with all of the members that choose to be there and anyways I get, I go into after that I, I, I get up and I go into the living room to check on the fire and as I was walking by the desk I see my notebooks, my old notebooks and I randomly grab one and I randomly open it any page and on that page were all the names of the other kids that were in that special unit I was in when I was 12 all their names and their roles and their ages and I was like whoa <laughs> so you know like synchronistic events um, like that uh, orchestration of ourselves higher selves the universe to show you or to give you clues or, or validate your information happened 
what were the chances that I would grab that notebook a few days earlier, earlier and put it inside the house? What are pretty the chances? Zero, pretty close yeah, to zero. close to zero. What are the chances? Then, then I would pick up that particular notebook out of all of them. There was three, and then open it at a random page, which happens to be the names, ages, and roles of the other children in my unit. What are the chances of that? Well, 100%. Because you did it. Because <laughs> I did it, right? But, yeah. <laughs> but the likelihood is the very, likelihood very low. Is, yeah. Zero, probably. <laughs> but then what, one of the thoughts that crossed my mind was, oh my gosh, so the kids that are still alive from this list, they're full of those nanobots too, you know? Mm-hmm. And probably every other kid that was part of that type of um, organizational projects, you know? Some of, I know one of them is still working for the government. He's in the El Dulce, Dulce, base. El Dulce base in Nevada. One of the kids is. He's an adult now. Dulce of is New Mexico. Oh, New Mexico, sorry. So, yeah. It's on an Indian reservation, I think. Yeah, he's Indian. He's uh, yeah. not Indian from India, but I'm not Native American. Native American. Oh, and here we are. We're at the res. Made it. Made it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. (laughs) Talk to you guys soon. Bye.